0: Yo, this is Zero from El and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods. And in our intention, our intention is to gather our community to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Ajo, ometeo, tonansi, tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back.
1: We have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Calling them we are becoming what we were it is part of that
0: maya prophecies. seven triangles of light keep walking you are the spirit of
1: gunapu keep walking we the human we are doing the spirit of gunapu that the gods made them from corn. They planned their lives according to the heavens. Well-versed in astronomy using a sophisticated mathematics, they calculated the movements of the night sky thousands of years into the past and thousands of years into the future. They knew that the universe moved in cycles. Their lives were moved by the rhythms of the natural world.
2: Science and religion. In dreams we learn from the Maya gods when to plant and when to harvest, when to set a fire
1: and when to do the corn ceremony. <laughs>
2: What we're digging up, what we're coming up with is part of our history. And the men that lived here are some of the greatest men we've ever had. And it's a fact that we're getting to know more and more and more about the life of these people. They still
1: maintain their customs. They still maintain their of organizing their societies, and it's very exciting to see how much of the ancient Maya way of life is still alive. Because American history does not begin in 1492 with Columbus, it begins in 200 BC with the first Maya king who wrote his name on a stop. What is happening now is the people who made these places, people like Yashpak or Bird Jaguar or Pakal, are getting back. Are becoming real to us and speaking to the people of the 20th century about who built this place
0: and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world These are not anonymous people anymore. You are the spirit
1: of Unapku Keep
0: walking We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unapku Yo, yo, yo peace, peace. LA Natives community
1: oh, classica, everybody.
0: One more Sunday gathered together um, I want to introduce my producer Armando Yo Yo, my brother Azomatli.
2: Aho Chogi Sahasa. I hope that everybody here is doing a very, having a really good time. You know, it's a blessing to be here with you. Absolutely. And
0: my strong arm here.
1: Aho everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody that's going to be joining us today. Uh, we apologize for being a little bit late, but today we got the fire for you guys, you know, so we are all in prayer together, um, and every time that we gather here today, and any time that we sit down and share wisdom with each other, and, you know, and share wisdom with you guys, all our viewers out there, so today we do have the secret fire today. Kamali for everybody that's going to join us today.
2: Aho. 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 Azumatli. Yes, there
0: Man, it's a pleasure to have you on this podcast, brother. I'll yes. tell you why. Because you know when you when you've been an artist for so long, you kind of meet artists that are developing, mm. and then you meet an artist who's an advanced person, someone like you would call like a genius that's the way I kind of yeah. see you oh, really? really, just because of your style of writing, you know I know your style of writing yeah, and um I was inspired by it i like I like uh the topics that you choose, and we'll get into that. But uh, I wanted to start off with, where are you from? Because everyone automatically thinks you're from Los Angeles.
2: No, no, no. That is a <laughs> misconception. Although, that's a compliment. Because I like the energy in Los Angeles. And the people in Los Angeles are very warm. A lot more kinder than where I come from. You know, uh, but shout out to the people where I come from. You know, shout out to New York. Yeah. You know, um, Lenape Territory. But um, yeah, I'm from a town called Freeport, Port Knox, New York. It's, uh, it's a town that unfortunately is very segregated. It has uh, one side where the economically wealthy or the better well off are on one side of the uh, train station. And on the other side is where the people of color, indigenous people, people of African descent, uh, people that come and they migrate from their homelands. We are on the other side of the tracks. So like, I guess when I grew up in Los Angeles,
0: it was hard to see the rich people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they lived so far away, and and you were surrounded by so many people who were poor, just like you. Yeah. You know, so you know the way you describe it, I see like, wow, it's kind of hard to. It's get a little bit harder when you just look maybe not too far, maybe take a walk down the street, and now you're in a very wealthy area. Yeah. Of color, you know.
2: Yeah, they got like paved roads. They got like a whole bunch of vegan places. They got like, you know, like all these like healthy spots and whatnot, you know, all we got is like 24 hour, like, you know, Bugaftas, which is, uh, for those that don't know, the Bugafta is like a uh, two-four. In other words, it's, uh, it's a tobacco shop. You know, so we just got twenty four hour tobacco shops. You can go buy like your food too, a slice of bread, whatever you need for the house, all in the, all in the same store, you know?
0: <laughs> that's
2: that's cool, man. Um,
0: I wanted to ask you, being because when I when I heard you were from New York, I kind of went, "Whoa, that's that's interesting that you're in, into native culture." Because, you know, us from the West Coast, we think of New York as progressive, art, you know, I I want to even say exploited, like a little bit more in the sense of like, uh, um, taking something and running with it and just like, proliferating it, like kind of like Los Angeles does, but. Los Angeles has original people from here mm. what I mean I like, see what you mean so I was very fascinated that you were into native culture your name and you were coming from the East Coast talk about that
2: well um, all right so my name is uh Nahuatl. oh and oh and when I when I had came came across the name you know to me it uh, spoke to me and It resonated with me because my life is filled with chaos, but although it's always been filled with chaos, I've always maintained a sense of tranquility. So, you know, my name Asomali means tranquilidad, you know, peace in a certain sense, and I hope to set that kind of tone and vibration to wherever I go, you know, um, any space that I'm in, I just try to do what's uh, spawned from my heart, you know, and not try to get too much into my head when it comes to these things and um yeah that's that's where the name comes from and
0: see that's what i mean when you meet an artist who's a little bit more advanced you know not not that it gives you an edge or gives you a priority over anything it's just that some people learn quickly right they get it they go i need to shave off the fat right away so that i can start focusing on my message because once you, once you take out all the stuff that maybe you thought you were into and now you're not, mm. you know what I mean? Because that's, that's what I meant. You were young.
2: Phases of an artist. Yeah. You, you, know, you go phases. through all the different phases.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I used to be into goth music, you know, and then went into reggae music and then went into hip hop and then went into my culture. And so it's an evolution. But to see somebody rooted... In their message, well thought out. Mm. I mean, obviously there's room for in, improvement with everyone. Sure. You know, no one's. I think once you dec- once you decide not to improve, like you stop your musical career.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. That's right. when you uh you start letting time time ends up getting a hold of you. You know, and uh, it's it's either you continue growing or you don't. You know, like uh, Yasin Bey once said in a line, he said you you most. You must evolve or die It's not falsified
0: Right That's yeah. profound, profound. And, that, and that's what I like about you Is that you did it Really young mm. You know And you focused in on art and, and I guess You know When you have children There's obviously A distraction um, A good distraction Because you're You're planting seeds For the next Seven generations But When you have time To really just Hone in Take trips You can't afford That's true mm. Right with the risk of like, damn, if I, because I know you're buying things on sale because you're not backed by any corporations nah, or have any record deals.
2: No, nah, I don't got no record deals. Absolutely. I'm, I'm taking one, one way flights and i knowing when I'm going to get back doing two escalas, two ladders, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, that turns a, what's supposed to be a six hour flight into about a 14 hour flight. You
0: know? That's, that's what I mean. that's that's an advanced start what do you think armando like and and only the greats do
3: that
2: yeah yeah you got to you know make those sacrifices yeah you know if if you want to if you want to achieve what you want to do you know you have to take whatever leap that you can you know if if i spent my entire life wondering oh you know i really like my job at like you know costco or whatever it is that i was working at in the past but If I go here, I know that I can ultimately learn things that will change my life for the better progressively for the rest of my life in an experience that I can never, ever get again. Fuck wherever I'm working at. You know, at the end of the day, I have to move forward and achieve my dreams because nobody's going to achieve my dreams for me. Nobody is going to put in that kind of inward effort for me because we all have. That's all our own jobs, our own. I don't want to say the word job, but that's all our own diligence to be able to work on things that will ultimately feed our souls you know Mm -hmm. in a way that we can help give back you know what what, what is the the grand matrix of 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 life death creation you know and
0: those all that you just said takes so long to develop as an artist right because all that goes into your message right because artists tend to write about their lives Mm -hmm. but they don't want to be direct so they use metaphors, right, to proliferate their message, right? So I remember a time where I had just lost my company and I was going through a lot. And then, and then now I, I review the writings that I did back then, like songs that I actually did while I was going through that. And they're so infused. So what I'm trying to say is that you're rolling the dice and going, dude, I have $500. 500. The ticket's. $300, that leaves me with $200. Maybe when I get there, I could play a show. Maybe not. Maybe I could sell some shirts. Maybe somebody will give me money to come back home. That anxiety
3: fuels your creativity. You and, gotta- and let me add, those are basic business principles as well. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur and as an artist, when you're having to brand yourself in 2020 and moving forward in 2021, like, you know, there, there's no more time to waste, right?
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah. The, the way that I see it is that, you know, um, whatever I want to do, if I feel like it should be done right now, it almost feels like all the cells in my body collectively are like a grasshopper and they're coiling up, you know, and, 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 and they want to spring into action, you know. And when I feel all, all of the cells in my body that are directing me towards making moves that I know will uh, create a sense of spiritual growth, you know, I can't I can't not do it. No, I have to go. You know, I've lost a lot of friendships. I've lost a lot of business opp- opp- like opportunities financially. You know, but sometimes you gotta take a one-way flight to your tía's house and wish for the best. <laughs> you know, hope, hope, hope that it works out. You know, and and while you're there, you know, try to grow as much as possible. Try to be around nature. You know, I,
0: I don't want to harp too much on it because you know you're a genius in it. You know, and Not that's so. that. At the end of the day, you're gonna look back at that road and go. Man, I remember going to Colombia, filming this video that made my career, but not knowing that I was gonna, how was I gonna get back home? My passport's expired. How am I gonna get
2: through this? All that stuff is like. Passport's all janky. Yeah. Passport's all fake
0: looking. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like, it's a risk. It's a risk. But that's the beauty of being an artist. I mean, when I had my chances, you know, I remember just getting back home from mexico shooting the video and they call me and they're like dude you could play at the socalo in front of 10,000 people in the year 2012 can you get here by monday and you're like oh shit yes and mm-hmm. you go and i asked permission i asked my kids permission and they're like how many times have you my kid my young kid tell me how many times is that going to happen in your life? Go. Did it fulfill my dream of like, oh, now I'm going to be a rock star and be famous? Because that's where you go with that illusion. that like, oh, I played in front of 10,000 people in this. But then, that's why I like to com- contrast your artistry with mine in the sense that I t- everything develops slowly for me. It wasn't I wasn't a genius at it, I don't think. You know what I mean? In terms of, developing a message and all that stuff. I had to cons- conceptualize it and it resulted in these things, but there are always risks. Yeah, that's true. Because I didn't make a dime when I went over there and it cost me a whole lot of money and, a, and of, and a spare of the moment decision. So big ups to Azamatli for having the courage to be that indigenous artist, that voice of spirit. Because when I hear your music, brother, it's not like in-the-box concepts. It's kind of like a spiritual chant that's coming out, and and, and sometimes I can hear you almost trip up a little bit, but you just pick the right word at the last second, (laughs) and it
2: works. Yeah, it does. It's because I, I just try to make everything uh, as natural as possible. And sometimes the way that I see it, you know, some, some people believe that it's a, it's a bad idea. But the way that I like to do it is that I believe that every single musical piece is like a natural stone. You know, uh, emeralds that come from Colombia, they have natural inclusions and that's, that's what they are. So when I do recordings and I do live freestyles or when I make a song right there on the spot, I want to make sure that even the little mess ups get included. You know, to bring a much more realistic picture or a diagram to the way that I work and the way that I, I do my stuff, you know I want to make sure that I don't polish too much. just don't want to leave it a little bit with the earthbound materials on it.
0: That is genius. <laughs> you know I that's it, I used to do that I used to have that same concept when I used to make beats. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, like to quantize I mean. shit. I, I had to get it like if it sounded off, then, and you can catch it, like, oh shit, it sounds a little off all right, that beat was junk, (laughs) you know, but if you couldn't catch it, but you knew, but I knew that I didn't quantize it. I knew my approach to, or the structure of production in that sense.
2: Got to leave it dirty a little bit. Yeah.
0: That's, that's what I mean about the development of art. So anybody who's listening to LA natives right now and uh, who hasn't told their friends or their family to go to twitch.tv forward slash LA natives, um, we're building a community, and in that community, we recognize all indigenous people as one people. Because prior to Europeans coming and bringing a, a doctrine that was not voted or agreed upon or but was actually imposed, hmm. created divisions. Now, since I'm from Los Angeles, since I'm from the West Coast, I naturally go, Azo's Mexican.
2: Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people have. <laughs> whenever I'm in uh, different like towns, people assume, assume that I'm Mexican. So
0: talk about where my indigenous brother descends from because he's not Mexican, he's not Latino, he's indigenous, so, he's original.
2: Yeah, I thank God I we are, that. we are both. We all are.
0: So I'm just seeing a brother from another area, another region, brother you know from I mean?
2: another landmass, but still part of Apiayala, right. Island, Turtle Island.
0: Because we both agree that Mother Earth is sacred. Of course. We both agree that the water is sacred. Of course. We both agree that we should not pollute the air. Of course.
2: Right. Yeah. For 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 us, uh, a lot of people in in uh, Colombia, the the word Mother Nature, we call it Hichawaya. 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 La Madre
1: Hichawaya.
2: Hichawaya. Oh. And um. Alright. So I come from Colombia. I was born in New York, but my parents both from both come from Colombia. My uh, father is from Bogota, which is Muisca territory, and um, territorio Muisca, in El Altiplano Cundiboyacense, part of Cundinamarca, but he uh, he grew up in Cali, Colombia, and my mother's from Medellin, right there. For those that know, you know, shout out to everybody in Medellin, shout out to 360 Degrees Music Group, shout out to Juan Chu, Klica, you know, Clicka Underground, all those uh, good people out there you know that i've uh, worked with and um yeah my mother's from Medellin so i spent my time growing growing, growing up in Medellin you know uh taking time out there for months as a uh, child you know uh, we're we're right by a barrio called El Guajao but we're in Itagüí Santa María
0: that's cool that that journey <clears throat> i didn't i didn't mean When you come from Los Angeles and then you see a plethora of um, indigenous people, but they come from different areas of of Turtle Island, Mm. um, you automatically think they're the only ones, you know, who aren't Mexican of Mexican descent, which is another word that we'll get into in the future podcast about how we're going to correct that issue. But um, what I'm trying to say is that like the people from Guatemala, you kind of know where they're from. (laughs)
3: Because <laughs> of their height, <laughs> and uh, shout out to of Mexican descent with two and Cholo Lancinco. Absolutely, two is dope.
0: Yeah. Um, right, but anyways, I, I so I wanted you know to make sure that people know that you're not Mexican. <laughs> you know that you're, <laughs> you know,
2: that, you're, that you come to, like, from New York. Over explain, I've had to explain to people all the time, but you know what? I uh, at the end of the day. I uh I never get upset because it's uh it's an honor you right. know because uh the indigenous peoples of Mexico you know Mexico is is birth is birthplace to a lot of indigenous people that land in that territory you know a lot of warriors you know a lot of people who risk their lives every day you know so it's an honor to be mistaken for anywhere in Turtle Island you know cuz it's a it's a blessing to wake up every day being indigenous it's a blessing every day to wake up being Afro-indigenous
0: as you know <clears throat> once I found out that you were from New York and that you weren't Mexican, um, that's when like I, I started going, Wow, this brother's really influenced by native culture. And not too many artists that I've known of, hmm. you know, because we're in the West. Yeah, you yeah, know,
2: yeah.
0: Native culture is more proliferated. Everywhere. It's yeah. proliferated in this in this in this area of i mean all the way up to the west coast of canada mm-hmm. and all that all this whole west coast is all native so you can't get away from it you can't get away from it yeah you, know?
2: you like go yeah like it, it uh when i first came down here and i saw that there was like like uh murals everywhere and i saw murals of like uh this or tlaloc mm-hmm. you know on the side of the projects or just like on the side of the stores the corner stores the delis it just kind of blew my mind because uh, New York is not as heavily indigenous influence, you know. I, I had to learn about indigeneity my own way and through a very personal journey with my father, you know. And I'm blessed to have him in my life because it, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have taken a lot of trips as a, as a young child, you know. Talk a little bit
0: more about your
1: dad. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Can we can you share a little bit about that? Not so much go to deep details, but... <laughs>
2: He's uh, a very angry man. You know, He's uh, sometimes he can be a bit much. You know, I love him, though. I love him with all my heart. You know, uh, we've gone through a lot of shit together. And unfortunately, when I was growing up, my parents were uh, separated already. So the little time that he had, that he would uh spend time with me, he would, he would try to make the best of it. I'll never forget, he used to play this game called, like, Explorer or whatever. You know, we used to grab a stick at the park and crack it. Be like a little branch, and we would walk around the park, and then he would point out animals to me and tell me this animal is that. You know, this is a turtle. You know, this is a frog. You know, this is a a beaver. You know, he would uh through that kind of like that kind of game. He would kind of get me into into nature. Whenever I would be sick, he would uh, take me out. You know, he would take me out for for a ride in the park. You know, and, and. and this and, and this wouldn't be like a park where like there's there's dogs you know and I'm talking about we would go to the woods and that would be the park you know like we would just make our own little way you know and and that's something that I hold very sacred to me cuz I believe that that's what feeds into my uh adventurous spirit you know I I never I never want to not learn something new you know no matter how I'm feeling you know I I still try to make the best out of any kind of situation
1: you know the connection with nature
2: yeah and uh one thing about my dad that struck me when I was really young is that he told me that we're descendants of Los, Los uh, Chipcha. And I didn't know what that meant. He would always say it, you know, but unfortunately a lot of people in Colombia are detribalized and so far removed through Christianity and Catholicism that they don't really... They know that they come from it, but they don't really uh, embrace it. He used to tell me that he hates wearing yellow gold because it makes him look more indio. Mm-hmm. Because as, as a younger individual... He used to call him "cari indio," Batirajado. You know, they used to say all these, you know, messed up phrases to him, and it forever till this day. You know, he's still kind of he's just now softening up to the idea that he has, uh, that he's embracing his indigenous, re- you know, his indigenous relatives and, and and his descendants. You know, just now, you know, with I've been kind of like talking to him about it. You know, trying to see like you know like how he feels about it. You I never want to make him feel too uncomfortable. Absolutely.
3: Well, has he ever? Uh, does he check out your music? Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> How does he feel about it?
2: He uh, <laughs> he thought that the song <laughs> "Fuck Trump" was a little bit too much because he's you know he he lives afraid for me because uh-huh. he knows that you know being black or being brown in the U.S. makes you a target to the police, and I've had a few run-ins with uh you know, with the police department in, in New York, you know, uh, I don't know if I could say it right here, but I I really don't like them, you know? Absolutely. Free well, poor. I mean, when, uh, when, yeah, you it's, say what you want to say, though. Oh, yeah, fuck Freeport Police Department, you heard? <laughs> you know, they, those are, you know, those, a lot of dirty stuff happening in that police station. You know, I know a couple of homies that got beat by them, tied up, left in the corner, no, i had have one that used to try to stalk my social media told me that if i say anything about him that he's gonna he's like, hmm. yeah, but f- you know what fuck him that, you because know, those 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 powers can never oppress us to the point that it challenges our freedom of ex- expression
3: mm. oh, absolutely not
0: oh. i mean sorry yeah, i feel strongly about that no no i'm glad that you showed the emotion everyone has their own issues with law enforcement or or someone who follows legislation passed to um kind of side on corporate things we that's the thing is that you know when zapata and villa were going through mexico the one thing they they understood would really change the situation at hand or 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 change things for them or their people is education i agree and it doesn't have to be an education that comes from a book or comes from a shaman or comes from a medicine man it's the education of oneself having enough common sense and um, strength inner strength to survive in this environment when we live in big cities police officers are hired by corporations to do things right and so when we get into fights with them and 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 little grudge matches and things that you just described that's something uh, there's just because they're police officers doesn't mean they don't take things personal, yeah, and they true. don't and they don't have a human nature to them. But that n- neither here nor there because they also don't go to sweat lodge. They also don't pray in the way that I'm sure you have prayed, yeah. and you have awoken your genetic memory, your 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 sangre de los abuelos. You know that's evident. You know because no, no one just comes off wearing. This kind of a necklace you know you not only do you stand out artistically but your spirit kind of shines when you wear things like that you're making a bold statement to who and where you come from so talk a little bit about this
2: all right so this necklace right here although it is not indigenous to the nation that i descend from or that my family descends from it is a a tribute to to la guacamaya which is a very sacred bird you know they, uh, they come from the Amazon Basin, and they're in that part of Colombia, in that region. The uh, people that had made this come from Puntumayo, and the nation is called Inga. You know, they're the same people that made this bracelet right here of the uh, butterfly. You know, and uh, this is also a uh, tribute, you know, to the to the spirit of the Guacamaya. You know, I want to forever be able to fly forward, not be afraid to be vibrant. You know, be able to. Uh, regurgitate the knowledge that I learned from the fruits around me, you know, and that's something that I would never forget, you know, uh, somebody told me a long time ago that anybody can take anything away from you physically, they could take your house, your home, you know, they could take your finances, take your food away, but one thing that they could never take is what you have in here, you know, and that lasts for you forever, so the guacamaya is a tribute, you know, it goes hand in hand with the mango. You know, that, it's is intre- that
1: what the song came out from?
2: Yeah, yeah, the song came out from that, and also... Uh, you
1: guys got to check out that song, Mondo. Maybe we can put it up on a little break. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good beat. I love that song.
2: That's what Camati. And uh, the Guacamayo also comes from the eagle and the Condor prophecy. A lot of people don't know, you know, but there's a quetzal in that prophecy, too, for the people of Central America, and there's also a guacamaya mm-hmm. for the people of South America or of Colombia. Beautiful.
0: That's dope. You know, me and my partner have uh, participated with the Peace and Dignity Run, and and uh, you know for several years. And that's how I know about like a lot of the the culture that comes from that region because our sweat leader took the the prayer all the way down, and he talked about it. and He came back with things, you know. So, you know, big ups to the people in Colombia. Big ups to understanding that all Native people are one people, no matter where you come from, no matter where you were born. If you have the perspective of mother earth being sacred of the water being sacred the oh. air being sacred you know if you have the principles of being indigenous it's easy to look at one's um brother and go oh wow that's nice to see you again mm. you know because at one point in time mm. that philosophy went that way mm. you know um but
1: do you mind if i just bring you out a little bit this way the audience your guys' community oh. wants to see a little bit more of your necklace a beautiful, beautiful piece. So it's very much like the Wichol art, um, but this one's coming straight from that's the beautiful design. Yeah, it comes
2: from the Inga Nation. Yeah. It's uh, I met a brother in uh, Medellin. He was a vendor, and he came all the way from out there because uh, right now times are very hard in Colombia. You know, I uh, admire the people that wake up every day and you know try to do what they can to feed their family. You know, he's uh. Very loving brother. I'm supposed to do ceremony with. Beautiful,
1: beautiful pieces. Thank awesome. you. Awesome.
0: I mean, it look it reminds me so much of a Wechol piece yeah, or something. Yeah, that, sure. that... Yeah,
2: that's what I noticed a lot. And and then that's what tripped me out because I would just like, I would look at it and I'd be like, Wow, you know, because I I, I I have some huichol pieces with me, and I was just like, if you put them hand in hand, you know, they look almost identical. Except I've noticed that Wecholes, their beads are more circular instead of longer. Hmm. And I've in in some of them. But um, it tripped me out because it, it made me realize how more connected we are. You know how how is it that you know we all we all have practices with corn. You know how how is it that we all have similar practices with 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 the herbs. Mm-hmm. This symbol right here, which is also called the uh, cosmic womb. You know you find the Latin el sombrero volteado, which is uh, a lot of people see it as like Colombia's Colombia symbol. You know, it's a sombrero made from an indigenous nation in uh, Tuchin, you know, in Córdoba, and uh, I actually mentioned it in the song Guacamaya, and uh, it's made from caña flecha, you know, and while they do it, they say that the journey travels from the blackness of birth, you know, you come from the darkness of creation, the fertility of complete darkness, you know, and, and you exist and coexist and live and come from the cosmic and um yeah it, it's it's yeah. interesting how those symbols exist everywhere you know you see that in, in 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 a lot of mexica patterns you know you see that in a lot of northern indigenous patterns you know in patterns of chile peru you know the different tribes in uh, brazil they all seem to have that same rhombus you know which is a diagram of the womb but of the womb the, of the of the cosmos, you know, which is the fruit of all life uh-huh. you know, and actually uh wanted to take this time to give you this brother oh, oh wow, what
1: you a know? beautiful blessing
2: explain a little bit about it yeah. all right, so <laughs> as you can see right here,
1: you want to pick it up a little bit, oh. like maybe right here so it can show so
2: as as you can see right here the uh the cosmic womb is there, you know it represents the journey in which we go through in life you know, which is an everlasting journey that comes with obstacles, you know, and I I got it from a street vendor, you know, who happened to be from Puchin, you know, and I figured that it will be selfish for me, you know, to hold on to it knowing that it belongs in in somebody else's hands, you know, because I know that by staring at it, by understanding where it comes from, it can provide a further insight of our own origin as human beings on a molecular level, on a subatomic level, on a macro level, and on a micro level know and how we coexist together so yep this is for you brother Oh,
0: this is such a I'm honored by this gift one because when i receive anything outside of my skin meaning an external force. I found, I, I found something on the floor, but when something is presented to you in that way, explained to you in that way, now it just becomes a piece of protection, you know, uh, a play, uh, uh, something that I would wear when I feel like I need this medicine to guide me and help me. And I just want to say thank you for that, um, and and I accept that from the great creator you know, thank you for this gift, great creator, and giving it to my brother, Azumatli, who is a profound artist, and (laughs) I have a story, (laughs) I mean, I'm the luckiest artist in the world, man, I didn't, I didn't sell a million records, I didn't go on tour with uh, P. Diddy, but um, I do get these really beautiful, beautiful, memorable gifts that I think I could pass down to my grandchildren, man, and I go, there was this one guy that came from Colombia who was a profound artist, who, who knew his message, who was so rooted in, in being who you are, a native reclaiming himself through the fire of genocide. Yep.
2: Right? And it's, uh, it's a genocide that we all in, endure, and somewhere or another it, it affects us. You know, the, this is also for all the uh, children in the Choco region in uh, Colombia who suffer extremely from economic unfairness, you know, a lot of people like to reap the natural benefits or the quote-unquote paradise factor that is Colombia, but giving back to the people is another responsibility that should also be equated, you know, I believe that if we're going to enjoy the land and be there, you know, we should somehow find some type of way to tap in with those people, you know, whether it's the people of El Chocó, whether it's the Juitoto from Las Amazonas, and Leticia, you know, whether it is the people who are from El Paje, El Cauca or from El Cauca region, you know, uh, I would also like to pay my respects to the CRIC, Consejo Regional Indígena del Cauca, which is uh, a group of autonomous people fighting for their rights. You know, they're very similar but different from Los Zapatistas, mm-hmm. and their colors is red and green, you know, and they fight every day. They did a, a national minga. Which is they did a strike, you know, where they blocked entrances in Colombia in order to get their point across from the president, you know, to demand economic needs, to demand basic dignity and self-respect that the government has deprived them of time and time again, you know. So I want to really state that that I'm it's a blessing to be here, and I'm glad that I can be able to speak on these uh, topics.
0: Absolutely, I mean, the struggle of of indigenous people is still going on. A lot of people. Um, try to think that just because you live in a Western society or or you have a house and a car or whatever, that the, the historical trauma is still affecting you or your children, right? And right away, as indigenous people, we go, well, let's protest and tell the government that we're not, we don't like it and that it's not fair. And then we have to think with common sense and go, that's so. when when have they ever been fair
2: yeah they're, they're not they're not fair in-
0: name a part in history where they were fair
2: never you know we we constantly try to fit into the box of this society when we realize that we're not all the same shape so how how are we gonna fit into a box
0: that's what i and you know it's, and as an artist you know you want to go do out there you want to go do good you want to go change something right but then you go um how effective is this change going to be yeah you know if i'm still trying to live in the confines of a what colonial
2: life what quote unquote western life
0: yeah it's 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 all it's never i mean just because they changed the name to legislation or change the name to um, military or whatever it is that they decide to change the name to because they are very quick with that you know people in political realms or people who pass law yeah right and you know i'm bringing this up because you know colombia's you know the indigenous struggle of colombia or the people of colombia and we still try to knock at their door and go look can you please be fair you know it's like and they laugh at us and they go you know, because they, they're systematically been that way for thousands of years. You know, their medi- uh, journey came from Rome. Mm. Right. And Rome has oppressed people to the point of its own extinction. Wickedness. Right. So my point is that, you know, put faith in whatever you want to put your faith in and go to the march or do whatever you have to do. But the strongest revolution exists within oneself. When you decide that the air, the water, the earth, and the fire are all elements that are on my side. And once we break the ego of thinking we can change anything in terms of the global aspect. Because I don't come from the school of knowing more than the planet that I live on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so vast. It's so big. it's, It's almost... Undescribable, and then you take that and you go to the stars that you were talking about right we're like this we come from the darkness of the cosmos right and our ancestry at least from the mesoamerican perspective it had a science explanation and a spiritual faith right science religion um but in a very different way so all indigenous principles come together in that facet and we know that it's a macro and micro journey.
2: Yeah, it's all uh, everlasting, overlapping rhombuses over each other.
0: Absolutely. So when the warriors come out and protest, it's the spirit that needs to be presented at that day. I agree. You know what I, I mean? I
2: agree. It's the spirit, and it's to show the government that we're not afraid. Absolutely. You know, and uh, if we need to fuck shit up, we're going to fuck shit up. <laughs> you know, respectfully, disrespectfully, you know? Yeah. I. You
0: know, I just think that, you know, with... with I don't know. Did you ever get into like the 2012 prophecies or do you know anything about that kind of thing?
2: Kind of. Kind of. I, I don't want to speak on it because I'm not sure exactly which one it is. Right. Are, you, are you talking about the New World Order or the... But more
0: more about the Mayan prophecy of 2012. That the right. world was going to end? Yeah. But I
2: believe it meant a shift of, of consciousness. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That That, the shift of consciousness. But when we talk about indigenous people... Right? When we talk about Mesoamerican people, we talk about the Plains Indians, we talk about indigenous people all over Turtle Island. First of all, their calendar wasn't linear, mm-hmm. right? They knew things went in seasons, but not only in a 365 day year, but in a cosmic year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? And even between the, the 365 day year, there was the sacred calendar year that was derived by our human body. So, My whole point is that indigenous people knew we were going to go through this massive atomic bomb of dysfunction and maybe even losing almost every bit of whatever we held dear. And then the prophecy of 2012 came where the conscious shift would happen. Right. And that and then that becomes a messenger of whatever you're doing, those protests that happened. From the tip of Chile all the way to the tip of Alaska, right? And we all think that, oh, in 2012, everything was supposed to change.
2: Mm, It's not that easy. But
0: it's a change that happens in seasons, Mm -hmm. times, you know. Look at how deep we are into the shift, 2020. What's happening, right? major shift. It's a major conscious shift, and it's up to us. To become those warriors protest in the most intelligent way and in the most safe way for you and your children not to satisfy your ego but to push the prophecies of our abuelos forward into the new time where we all declared that the abuse of other people in the name of whatever legislation, doctrine, or book, or whatever you call your contract with our people is null and void. You didn't start you didn't follow it from the beginning. So then why would we protest that? Mm. From the get the treaty that they gave your people it was already fucked. Right? The treaty they gave my grandparents and my great grandparents. They already knew how to take it away from them.
2: Yeah, it was, they already knew. Right?
0: But our ancestors went, push forward, push forward, push forward. Because the white man cannot sustain this forever. Mm. He will not sustain this. What do I mean by white man? Anyone who disrespects the earth. Anyone who disrespects the water. Anyone who doesn't have the consciousness of fire, which is nuclear energy, bomb making,
2: water in uh colombia we call that arihuna
0: arihuna like wasichu right or yeah, somebody yeah, of yeah. white descent yeah, that's uh white philosophical descent
2: that's a word in why
0: right and i say this not to offend anybody not even white people you know because we are all global indigenous mm. that's true
2: that's right that's true and that's hashtag. something that a lot of people don't don't uh think about Everybody is indigenous to some region of, of, of the earth uh, Whether it is a matter that they respect it Or they treat the earth as so Because you can have a mother But if, you know If you don't love your mother as you You know, or, or you know If, if you don't if you don't love your grandparents If you don't love your, your lineage That's up to you, you know And just because somebody is indigenous of this earth It also does not absolve them From uh, indulging in the evils And the things that society gives us to further destroy the earth, you know, so I've, I've learned that painful lesson, too.
0: That That's exactly right, because, you, you know, a lot of people go, it's a war on rights. It's a war on re- legislation. It's a war on this. It's not a war on that. It's a war on somebody not caring, just like the leaders and elites that don't care. If they can create a population that care, doesn't care just like them, then... The destruction of the earth is a lot easier. People are going along with it, and if there's catastrophic repercussions from it, it could be panned off, and someone won't care, right? They'll they're have a—they
2: just blame the earth, exactly. All not oh, blame was happening, right? They'll the take earth.
0: responsibility that you did this, that, and the other. Um, it's crazy, right? That's people the,
2: manage to gaslight Mother Earth, you
0: know, exactly. Into being like, why? but when you create a population of that. Then it's easier to pass legislation. Social norm. Yeah. Like kind of like like a, a law that was passed in that I thought was interesting. That passed in um, California. Um, it's very controversial and I don't want to get too deep into it. But just to put a little seed into your head where they're trying to normalize a child underage.
2: I heard about that.
0: And if they have sex with an adult, as long as the underage kid... Was consenting that it wasn't breaking the law.
3: That's a heavy, heavy subject. That's
2: gross.
0: Okay, sorry, that's
2: gross. This is real. Yeah,
0: this is no. It passed already. This is no. I'm not sure. I hope. But the
2: fact that it was fucking written. Yeah, the 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 fact that that was even some kind of discussion, you know, to me it just shows how how further down, you know. And can I can I talk about this stuff? I mean
0: lightly, because okay. it's we're not going to try to put too yeah, much that's information it's a, a deep it's deep
2: that's like a deep,
3: that's a deep like rabbit stands. hole right yeah, there right that's yeah. a deep hole man it, but it's just, true armando
0: yeah. this is right. a written law yeah a written law now yeah. here how i
3: see it the people who are writing it are the ones um who are doing propelling it. it yeah that the, 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 the ones so. that are you know doing it because um the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing like i'm into that i mean Look, if, if everybody thinks
0: that we stopped because we found Jeffrey Epson, Jeffrey Epson just got caught. One of many. That's let's a tip just of say that. Iceberg. Now, again, let's tread lightly because this isn't about that. This is about protecting yourself, protecting your family and knowing the evils that exist and people writing law to Honoring. to to kind of make sure that that's not something that they get busted for. Right. So that though. And this is all truth. This is something you can research on your own. It's
2: not just some conspiracy. But
0: Roman law allowed individuals to have underage lovers. Whether they were bought as slaves or whether they were gifted, it was in their law that it was okay. I wasn't breaking the law. Right? So... You see the tying yeah. of the knot? It's not, I'm not, this is not this and that. And this is not the show's premise, but know that we're aware, right? That those people that that feel like that would be something any indigenous family would allow or say, well, it's in the law, it's okay, is wrong because we protect our children.
2: Uh-huh. And here, I'm going to tie the whole
0: freaking not together
2: protect your children not the law exactly oh.
0: protect your children not the law that's it. i'm so happy that you're an artist and i'm so happy you make music and i'm so happy that you're that's here true,
2: though. you know what i mean it's
0: like when you have common sense that's common, common sense. sense right armando right that's right. not con- that's not controversy
3: yo yo i have a question for you also like um you know there's a genre of hip-hop called indigenous hip-hop
2: okay yeah i've heard of it i've heard i've Now,
3: now, um, that being said, for me, as a blogger and who's worked with thousands of artists, you kind of fit into that category. But you're a hybrid artist as well. Um, When was the time you embraced the community or that culture and then you incorporated it to your hip hop? Was it like right off the bat, like when Zero made music, it was right off the bat about, you know... The Mayans and the, the whole background of just you know what this show is all about. Yeah. So w- when was uh, that transition?
2: Uh man, throughout my life, I've always kind of sprinkled it, always in light sprinkles, just uh, because of the fact that I feel like nobody would really know what I was talking about, you know. Unfortunately, but after a while, I stopped caring. But I really started embracing it when I just before I had taken my first trip to to uh, California. You know, uh, when I had gone to uh, Mexica New Year, you know, mm. that's when I had seen seen how beautiful it was, you know. Shout-outs to the people that put that together, you know. Shout-outs shout to uh, Pulquez Jaguar, you know. Shout-outs to that, that's a very hard-working family, you know. That's an individual that, you know, showed me uh, a lot of the stuff. When I was fresh there, I didn't know nobody. I knew nobody there. Mm. He saw the hostel that I was sleeping at. With an Airbnb. He said, come on, bro. Come over to my house, man. You know, and then from there, you know, we uh, build a good friendship, you know. And and at that moment, when I saw everything, when I saw, like, hip-hop being incorporated to indigeneity, because I always kind of saw it separately. And I always saw as uh, things being traditional, being over here, and hip-hop being o- over here. And I wasn't aware that there's, like, a whole scene. It's, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole yeah. lifestyle out here, you know. A lifestyle. And, uh... Mm-hmm. To me, I used to feel like I was the only one that was like trying to bring them together. So to come out here and to see, you know, great artists like Zero, you know, uh, to see uh, great artists like uh, Cosmic Force, you know, Jaguar and uh, Native Threat, you know, to see them put these things together in in, in the way that they do, in, in in how they flow, you know, man, I seen man one time, man, I seen you. I think it was the day that we were at that at that studio. And you were, I think you were giving me some advice or you were just showing me, you know, something that you had written or the way that you go about it. I, it Something in you resonated that reminded me of something inside myself that I'd never seen in nobody else. You know, it was like this, it's like a cosmic spark. And it's just, time passes, it doesn't change. It just gets sharper. You know, and I was just like, mm, like, like that's, that's hip hop, that's indigenous. You know, hip hop it, itself is is in, in indigenous to its own way you know because the indigenous people that have been taken out of africa created hip-hop you know along with the the people that had that had came from puerto rico you know which were the tainos you know that whole cypher that whole coexistence is like another metamorphosis or another version of uh tribal drums you know That's why we like that's that's why when i hear trap trap music i hear tribal drums I and, you know?
3: and I want to chime in on, on this, you know, like for myself, you know, like when I was 16, 17, 18 years old and I stumbled upon the Jaguar Prophecies, you know, Zero's first album. Ooh, I was blown away. I he was, was just 16.
1: like 16. <laughs> you know? he was 16? He was 16. I was in high school yeah. um,
3: and it got me into looking into what he was speaking about. You know how impactful that is? And for yourself, being part of the next generation i'm sure you're aware of that it's not only you know fans are going to listen to you because of your hip-hop but they're going to dive in a little deeper compared to just traditional music
2: i agree i agree
3: yeah it's cool to see the second
0: generation or the second wave of of something that that started just so that you get a perspective that in 94 when the zapatistas rode in rose in mexico people over here were like 16 17
2: that's when I was born
0: in 94 Right Which is very special Because that's the mark Of the sixth sun, right Like the peak wow. Just barely came out right Oh wow Perspective is changing Indigenous people Are standing up For their rights mm-hmm. And that happened in 94 Right It caught wind over here And now people Were going to Mexico And learning from The Zapatistas And bringing back messages And being more prideful In indigenous culture What happened with With El Bu And myself Was that at that same time, we started discovering ceremony. And so, when we started discovering ceremony, the writings came out and boom, the albums made and then released it. And, and so, you're not the only one. It's been a long journey because even before us, 10 years prior to that was Aslan Underground. Right. So, 10 years before that was Aslan Underground. So, it's, it's been a long road. And now that you're there in, in this pool, it's gonna be even better because I feel your message. I like the way you incorporate things, and it's just evolved what we did, right?
2: And it's interesting how each generation interprets it it's a little bit different. You know, like uh, we got, we got like the, we got Yout, Big Yout, and then we have Yalito. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. two geniuses, you know, yeah, but the expression is, me. yeah, the but expression sh- is a bit different, you know, but two, it's, it's, it's so interesting because it's it's so different, but it's it's so similar. You know, it's like, a, oh man, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, it's like we're all different kinds of flowers. Mm-hmm. And what exactly. hasn't what
0: hasn't happened entirely yet was uh, a clean unification, some sort of a song reigniting the the new fire of this movement. that happened um, with the release of any music that has been listened to. 10 more minutes okay um yeah so solidifying that um genre and, and being a part of it that's dope man like because you know to to know that you know a brother like you is proud of being his lineage mm. and had to learn it from an individual who you care about very deeply but was scarred mm. by it mm. right Cause that should have told you already. Go get a fat Beamer. Go get a mm. big house, and you know, don't think about being this.
2: I I saw the pain pain in in his his eyes. Yeah. When he would tell me about it, and I was like, "There's something in that topic that I don't think anybody in the generation in the family has ever peeked into." So I right. was like, "You know what? Let me let me do my own research and come to my dad when I'm a bit more educated on it." Yeah. And uh, that's in, in 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 my album. There's actually a part where he uh, talks to me about where the where the mangles grow. No, I think no, was. that was me. No. <laughs> it's all good. But um, if you if if I may, you know, I'd wanna uh, speak on that.
3: You know. Yeah. Of so course.
2: where the mangles grow, right? The cameras cameras on, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. When the mangoes grow, the, the reason why... A lot a lot of people have been asking me, why? What's your thing with mangoes? You know, like, why? Like, are you obsessed with mangoes? Yes and no. I love mangoes. Right. You know, as a child, my dad used to take me out to eat mangoes con limón. Uh-huh. You know? And um, the mango itself, to me, I stumbled upon it. And I was thinking really long one day. Because I was eating one. And I was like, man, this is so sweet and tender. You know? And then I thought about life's hardships. I thought about how mango trees grow in, in rainforest that 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 people culturally not not a uh, people destroy the culture that exists within the rainforest you know corporations come and pillage the land you know rape it of its resources you know and i thought you know how the mango to me symbolizes growth wealth not materialistic wealth spiritual wealth self-love you know and the mango tree grows inside of your heart man you know and that's something that nobody can take away from you. You know, to me, it, it symbolizes dignity, self-worth, caring for oneself, caring, caring for others. And, you know, once you look into your own heart and you see that that's where the mangoes grow, nobody can ever hold anything over your head. Wow. Nobody can ever make you feel like you need to, you know, go to them to provide something that you already have within yourself. So the mangoes grow in, in here. They don't grow no, no nowhere else. And that's the message I'm going to say to the day that I die. And after I die, my, my future generations will say that message. because I feel very strongly about it.
0: That, that's dope because I had to figure it out. I, I mean, mm. I've been around hip-hop for a long time. I have not found a hip-hop artist that can incorporate fruit as cool
3: as <laughs> like, like, I feel the same way. And right. by the way, that Buck Trump track was on repeat. Oh, yeah? In my car. Throughout the whole week, bro. Like, it was just something about it was, it was just really dope. Thank you. I you know what I mean? The video that. was the video. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: that video was in my basement, in my building. My I uncle, wow. my uncle's the janitor for that basement. We make <laughs> sure we cleaned up all the glass and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we literally shot that, like, in my crib. Nice.
0: That's what I love about it. That's 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 underground. That's underground. That's art. Like, in that's Molotov. Art. It's like people don't think that, like, John Miguel Basquette, right? Like, he just. He just one day just went oh i have a spray can in my hand i'm gonna write something on this wall and someone's gonna look at and then boom and then it just starts right that's what i mean about he just we have a camera i got a basement boom dude let's do this and then boom it starts to happen and and you make a tremendous that when i heard that track i was like who the fuck is this because this is fucking fire
2: and that track wasn't supposed to come out that's the funny part i I had just finished recording my album the last song for my album where the mangles grow and did uh like i just put the beat and i was like nah like i don't know if i like this beat i don't i want to freestyle on it shout out to will harris sabella studios by the way it was him my cousin lee horace and the homie ak tyler and he was like, yo, just give it your best shot. And I was like, is it recording? He's like, yeah. I was like, this whole time? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We did that shit in one take. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That whole thing is a freestyle. I, 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 I had a
1: question right now with the freestyle. My partner actually told me that you don't write your lyrics down. Nah. That it's all freestyle. Yeah. Every song that is on your album is not written down at all. No.
2: Most Uh. Wow. There is one that maybe I wrote like. So in times, I like to also do. I like to write like one or three lines and then I just repeat them in my head long enough and just play the beat in my car and I'll create the song from there. And that's it. Like, you know, I like to build as I go because I feel like if I take too much time to sit down and try to write it, write it out, I'll uh, get lost in like, I could have said this or I should say this or that. And it's kind of a tug of war within my mind when I could just express it how it is right there in the moment. Exactly how I feel, you know?
0: I have a little quick story about him because he came to my studio when I was up in Vernon and I was lucky and I think you recorded something and I don't even know if it was for an thing or or if he was doing his own thing or I just had the studio and he he was using it but he's all okay I was all all right so I put the beat on and then he puts his headphones on he's all okay go and I was like, wait you're not gonna hear the beat and write a couple lines or get and he's all no no just this is the way I record just Put the beat on and go, dude, Armando, I was like, this is going to sound like shit. Like, why? Why am I doing this? Like, I so in my own you head. Know? I was so in my own. You head. were
2: like, what? Yeah, I was oh, like,
0: man. you're going to write nothing down, not even one line. You're going to look at your phone and do this verse. No, just go, dude, go. This is the way I do it. And this guy was so pumped up to yeah, do I it. Got to get pumped Like, up. he was pumped. Like, I start. He, he was just like, all right, come on, let's go. And put it on. And then I put on the beat. And I was, my jaw dropped. I was like, "No way! You just freestyled that."
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm a producer, and so I felt like it was gonna get sloppy, and then he'd come up with the word that was like, "Holy fuck!" How did you think of that word?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That word.
0: You know what I mean? And I know what you mean. Like when you write and. It's all spirit anyway, so it kind of guides you down this path. But to see the snake slither right in front of your face, mm. that was dope.
2: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> no,
0: dude, no, dude that, I, that's why when Armando told me that he was coming, I knew what to talk about because I have studio experience with Azumar. I mean, like, to hear him freestyle in that way, it was, and, and, and it makes sense it touch your heart i was like wow wow and then initially you 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 have this competitive nature in hip-hop right and then i immediately took myself out of that and just admire for just who he is and what his style is the
3: full aesthetic is there you know he he preaches Preaches about well, You know what he believes in In the hip hop form You know there's, there's no barrier there It's mm-hmm. all raw mm-hmm. You know And that's what I appreciate From an artist like him Right You know that it just It's it's from the heart
2: Yeah which I appreciate that You know Which is why it's also important That songs like Fuck Trump exist because Although I believe In love and positivity I also believe in uh, The nature of Absolute Instinct You know That, yeah, we as indigenous people have prayer, you know, but we're also warriors, you know, and, and, you know, I wanted to make sure that I, when I started, Fuck Trump was one of the first songs that allowed me to take a step out of the thought bubble of how I thought I wanted people to perceive me or how I thought I should be as an artist. I should be and how I am. And there's a big difference in how you think you should be and how you are. Cause I'm really like that, you know, like, like I'll, in the same breath that I'll be able to help out somebody, you know, like somebody needs some food, you know, we go cook some food together in in the same breath, you know, is, you know, to tear down the structures that be, you know, and that's something that I think in the duality of nature of peace and movement, prayer and movement Mm. is something that's very sacred that I don't think we should about, mm-hmm. I think we should be more knowledgeable when, when we apply it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something very sacred. The fire is just as sacred as the water.
0: Oh. Again, sacred that indigenous indigenous principles seeing themselves to light right here, right in front of us. Um, uh, we wanted to give away some stuff. Can we do that? Yes, do we have of course. Time for that? Of of course. Cool. Okay, so audience, how many people do we have on right now?
3: Seven. Um, yeah.
0: Ooh, lucky number seven. That means that. Let's write their names down just for watching. And we give the... Right.
3: The new website's up. It's uh, lanativespodcast.com. Simply subscribe there. There's a little area where you can put your email. And from there, we're just going to go ahead and choose a winner. You know, we're going to give away some indigenous 1492 gear. Absolutely. Um, We got the new website. Make sure everyone follows us on Twitch. Hit that follow button. It's at twitchtv 4 natives. So, we didn't work out how we're going to give it away. So, again, you're going to tell me one more time. Let's just have people subscribe to our website.
0: Subscribe to our website. The people that subscribe to our website, we're going to put them in, a in, in a, a...
3: in a little hat, and we'll pick the winners. And we're
0: going to pick the winners. So, so, here's this is what we'll be giving away. We'll be giving away a Indigenous 1492 beanie. beanie. Has the Hunapku logo. Has the fresh-ass font of Indigenous. You know, this is... Right here, this is your, your, your like, uniform. Yeah. If you're part of Native native uh l.a natives and uh and also too i want to talk real quickly about our sponsor here yep. malenali superfoods um aguas frescas and superfood smoothies which we'll get into in the future episodes but i think diet is important i'm glad that Azo was here because you know when when you think of Matli, you automatically go oh damn What's that website? the first the website? thing you think of first thing i think of is fruit yes <laughs> so you know malinali uses fresh fruit we don't use uh sugars we use agave we have superfood smoothies that are made of of um ancient foods so i just wanted to put that out there so if you want to follow us at malinali superfoods um jenny will type it up on the on the chat page uh, i want to thank all the people that are out there um we should be wrapping it up in this
3: yeah we're gonna wrap it up and before we leave i just want to you know tell also like it's a blessing for you to come by to our hq underground hip-hop blog and for me to meet you because we're definitely going to build especially finding out that you're out here now like uh you know zero knows how devoted i am when it throws you know when concerts come back like we're we're, we're definitely going to be in the forefront of that and and moves that you make Catch the attention of people like me who throw some of the dopest hip hop shows in LA, and Zero could vouch for that.
0: Absolutely, and <laughs> Absolutely. and
3: and to put you on a stage, it would be an honor. So I definitely, I am That's definitely gonna, mind. you know, you know, keep you in mind okay. for any of our dope hip hop events coming up. Awesome. Absolutely. Also,
2: okay. um, go ahead. go ahead. Shout out to Taboo, man. Oh, dude oh, wow. hey, Taboo, <laughs> talk yes. about that. Mango, how, that, how do you know about that? He calls though. you Mango. That's the
1: number one question huh? I shout out had. To Taboo. I <laughs> How did he shout you out? That is amazing.
2: You know, we uh, are. <laughs>
1: he's a <all> hush hush. <laughs>
2: nah, nah, he's cool. Like, he's, that's a very in tune brother right there, you know? To me, that, that, to me, I don't think he knows this, but to me, I, I consider him like big bro. You know, there's been uh, times that we've talked about certain things and he's described things to me that have shown me and given me insight into his views on the, on the, on the world, you know, uh, when it comes to balancing indigeneity. You know, with the everyday concept of maneuvering and navigating in this society. So, I want to give a big shout out to that brother. Thank you for uh, believing in me. You know, and like I said before, you'll see me soon. We'll see each other soon. And thank
3: you for coming by, also. Like, it's I re- really appreciate it. Everyone, website. Follow him on Instagram. Check out his music on YouTube, on Spotify. Make sure you guys stay in tune. You know, he's definitely, uh, you know, holding the fort when it comes to the whole movement. When it comes to dope hip hop. Absolutely. You know, um, who's going to be next week? You know? Um, It's going to be those two dudes.
0: Oh, Mike Bone. Mike Bone. Mike Bone. So shout out to our next show that will be coming in next Sunday, 4 p.m. Everyone, please follow us at twitch.tv forward slash LANatives. Follow our website, lanatives.com.
3: LANativesPodcast.com. LANativesPodcast.com podcast.com and right there you could subscribe check out all of our prior episodes uh we're gonna have a link for the for the superfoods there i'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that up by tonight Absolutely, and let's keep moving really appreciate it and remember audience those that subscribe to our website
0: and 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 actually just you know we're not even asking for money man we're just asking for or the community email. to come together and that we can put out so that azamali when he puts out his next track it's an organized um no no nonsense you know we want to we want all of our family to be exposed to um profound works of art Mm -hmm. you know and that's 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 alley natives you know indigenous people are profound artists who took a little bit of time or lifetimes to understand that the cosmos and the earth are like the heart and the mind Mm. and that the trials that you face on this earth are not to punish you, but only to strengthen your soul. To make you the warrior that Oswald was talking about, because warriors, we, we tend to think of a warrior as a tough person, or someone that can inflict damage on another person, and he does that to protect this child he does that to protect the abuela behind him it's not done because he's powerful or egotistical ego yeah it's not based on ego it's based on spirit it's based on that ether that we can't see that look and nawake, you know and so that spirit that energy is fueled by this brother right here azamali I, I pretty that. much, you know, think that this brother has a profound message and you should go follow him, you know, follow us at L.A. Natives. Shout out to uh, undergroundhiphopblog.com. And uh, we'll see you next week, next Sunday, 4 p.m. L.A. Natives. ometeo oh. oh. tonansin, oh. tonatu. ometeo.